0: Call Her Daddy fan club back at it again. We're covering episode 42. Let him watch porn. So, in this episode, as always, we talk about a lot of things. I review Call Her Daddy podcast, I just add a conscious insight to things that. this podcast that Caller daddy talks about so super fun and pretty relaxing and pretty sexy i would say um but the girls open up with how obnoxious they are they're joking um and they're pretty secure in themselves um but i just wanted to to talk about how we a lot of people talk about themselves in a light that is negative even in a joking way And it doesn't really matter if it's a joking way, you you may not feel that way, but your cells and your brain, they don't know the difference. So your body is going to think that you're not good enough. Your body is going to think that you're obnoxious. Your body is going to think that you're ugly, even if you're just joking about it. Whatever you say to your body, your body is going to believe it. If you think that you're poor, um, if you say that you're poor you joke about it, your body is going to think that. So speaking in higher terms, speaking in a more conscious light and a higher vibration about yourself. Even if you're joking, just change it. Grow towards more loving speech and it grows more loving thoughts and more loving life experiences. So that's just my two cents on that. I mean, I know it was just an opening to them. They're, I mean, all Alex and Sophia are amazing. They are still together in this episode and um i mean we're just gonna be present with it but this episode was made like three years ago um they live in new york and they talk about how people like to spend their summers in the hamptons when they live in new york city you know i lived in new york city and i mean i didn't do that where i would go to the hamptons i didn't feel the need to um i know a lot of people do that and a lot of people who are multimillionaires and very successful people do do that i mean it's no hate on them. I feel like it's a little bit of a drag. Um, I don't know. Actually, I've never been to the Hamptons, so I could just be talking about my ass. But again, talking about um, reflecting on what the girls say and they talk about how you have to be rich to go to the Hamptons and you have to be successful to go to the Hamptons and you have to have money and that they don't have money and that they are not successful. And it's so funny because Okay, Alex Cooper, she signed a $60 million deal with, I don't even know which podcast company, Um, but literally, I think a year, a year and a half after doing this podcast. So it's like in that moment of her life, she talked about money in a negative form. She talked about money in terms of lack. She talked about money as if she didn't have it and that she was never going to have it. And... That was just coming from an unconscious perspective and Alex Cooper I mean she blew up she is a multi-millionaire she signed a 60 million dollar deal so even though in that moment in her real life when she did record this or when Sophia and Alex recorded this episode call her daddy they were not generating a lot of income but their focus on this speech was lack and it's just crazy like how someone's life can change when they're consistently doing what they love They're consistently having fun and they're consistently present. And, you know, there's multiple ways of gaining success. You know, there's people who gain success and who make a lot of money in an unconscious way. Um, It's just there's so many different ways to make money. But when you separate yourself from the connection or um, attachment to money, it feels just so much more enjoyable. You know, it's like, how do you feel when you're spending someone else's money I don't know if you've ever had that opportunity I haven't had that opportunity to really spend someone else's money except for when I started stripping you know when I started stripping I started making a lot I I made a lot of money before I started stripping anyways but in cash form and people just giving me and sending me money for no reason you know for not doing any work just for existing and it someone offering me to do um Not to do something, but to take me shopping or to take me out to dinner or to pay me to go out to dinner with them. Um, It's, I don't know, it's a strange feeling. It's not a strange feeling, it's a good strange feeling, you know. It's Imagine finding a credit card or someone's card that you knew that you could use, that you were given permission to use. They said, I'm a multimillionaire, here is this card, please use it for whatever you want. How would you feel if you had access to that money? I mean, it's a little break that you need to take to feel that and think about it, but it feels good. And it's like taking away your responsibility from actually making that money. So society has programmed us so much into believing that we have to work hard and we have to suffer at work and that um, a certain amount of money is not enough. And when it's too much, it's not good enough, you know? that if you do have money, that you're crooked and that you're not good enough or that you're not helping enough people. And it's just coming from a lack perspective when you think that way. When you see things in a more conscious light and you see money in more of a detached perspective, it's really, it's it's a big shift, you know? And you start seeing and hearing how people act and it's just how... There's so many people in this world that act, talk, think on such a low vibration level. And people don't see how much wealth they already have. Even if they have negative money in their account, their bank account, um, they still have so much wealth. They have so much wealth with their health, with how they can walk, with how they can talk, with how they can create, how they can potentially you know, move, shift from one space to another in terms of mindset. You know, really shifting your mindset to abundance is key. And, you know, going back to the example of how Alex and Sophia are talking about how they're so poor and they can't do these things. They can't go to the Hamptons because they don't have money. But now I'm, I honestly don't know if they go to the Hamptons for the summer, but that's awesome if they do. And, um, they have the money. So it's like, It's just shifting that perspective to invite money to come into your life a lot quicker. You know, when you have an abundance mindset, things flow a lot easier. Okay, I'm going to move on because I'm kind of um, being a dead horse with a stick on this. (laughs) Um, So there was a guy that told Sophia that the air pressure in planes gives them a boner. So being on a plane... um, can make a guy horny obviously for multiple reasons for what is that club called club, cloud nine club mile high club <laughs> that is the fantasy and i'm sure that people do it i've met a lot of pilots um you know working at the club and i do have a pilot friend and he did tell me that pilots and stewardess they be fucking on the plane okay so if you have a little turbulence It's probably because someone's fucking on the plane. Um, I mean, let's hope that your pilot is safe. And I'm sure they are because there's like low chance and low amount of plane crashes that happen. But it's like, if you're in the air, why not? And you have an opportunity, go ahead, be safe about it. Um, There's autopilot options now. So, I mean, you don't have to announce it to everyone because then everyone's going to freak out if you're the pilot and you're going to be fucking on a plane. But... Um, I mean just have fun honestly risk your life, risk everyone else's life (laughs) I mean we're all going to die anyways we all are going to die one day and uh, I, I want so many more people to understand how short life is and to really spend more time in joyous feelings spend more time talking about good things spend more time talking about things that make you feel good okay spend just your time enjoying doing what you like doing what you love you know and working towards expanding meditating taking care of your body working out it's life is so beautiful and it's uh, people are missing out so much and it drives me nuts but um moving on to (laughs) watching porn so someone submitted a question to call her daddy and asked uh, if her if she should let her boyfriend watch porn, and for one thing it's like your that girl's boyfriend is a free person he is not a prisoner, he is not slave he is free to watch porn your spouse your partner your boyfriend your bo- your girlfriend your whoever it is your partner they're they are free to watch porn you know um the porn industry has it's i i don't know much about the porn industry because i 'm not involved in the porn industry i I can be considered a sex worker because I am a stripper now or a, um, I say I'm an entertainer. I like to uh, label myself as an entertainer, not as the um societally known stripper. You know, um, it doesn't even matter what people think about me. I don't care what the stereotype is, but it's just a little bit um, ignorant, I would say. But the porn industry is it's I mean, that's cool. I support it. I am so for it for people that are willing to do it, that are doing it with their free will and that want to do it and that are getting paid appropriately. But you know, there is a gray line between like what is distributed out there, like what can be posted. And it, it, it's made to look like both parties like it, but maybe one of the parties or both parties are don't like it and they're being forced to do it. Um, And you know, there's a lot of unconscious aspects about porn, but sex is a natural thing. It's a natural thing that we do as human beings and there's nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with watching someone else do it. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of fun. I know that in Europe that they do have live sex shows. That's pretty cool. Um, I would be so fucking down to do that with my boyfriend somewhere. Um, that would be really fun. But, um... Yeah, I'm so all for conscious porn, like porn where both parties are consenting adults and they want to be there and they want to do that. And if your partner is watching it, that's that's fine. Everything has to be taken in moderation. Everything can be taken above or below. You know, you can or, you know, below is probably even better, but um anything above a moderate amount is a little too much it can be like healthy foods exercising like anything anything that can be seen as healthy if you do too much of it it's unhealthy um so watching porn is okay um especially if it's in a conscious way consciously sex is you know something i'm still learning about in terms of a conscious way to have sex there's tantric sex which is It is a little bit um, strange, I would say, because um, from what I've learned, you have sex without with a flaccid penis. Okay, so without a boner and um, in a meditative state, I can see how that's possible. Um, But, you know, when I fuck, I like to fuck, you know, I like to fuck a hard, big ass dick. And it's like (laughs) I, I that's that's what I like. Um, that could be ego-driven, but that's also from a biologic standpoint, too. You know, it's like, I do you want those satisfying feelings that I feel inside of myself. And it's so weird. If you think about it, it's like something external from ourselves is making us feel a certain way. Emotionally, we are the like controllers we are the dictators of how we feel even though we've been conditionalized to feel a certain way given a certain circumstance um it's but when you have sex you unify two people and like a penis is put in a vagina or a penis is put in a butthole or a mouth wherever the hole is going or the penis is going in the hole or if it's two penises whatever It's like two bodies literally unifying together, which creates things inside of the body, you know, and that's why it's so important for it to be a holistic approach where it's someone that you know, your body's health, um, you know, like your health status, okay, Um, that you love each other and you don't have to be fucking married that's ridiculous but that you just have um and you don't even have to necessarily be in love but you have a deep appreciation for the other person this is my conscious perspective I cannot do casual hookups anymore I've done it before and it's very damaging and I've talked a lot about how you inherit someone else's um not only their trauma but their ancestors trauma generational trauma from the entire world when you have sex with someone um, without a condom and that just brings turmoil into your body yourself changes your hormones changes your brain function and your freaking juices you like your own juices so unifying two human beings is an extremely powerful thing okay and my belief is is to best do it consciously and know that there's more to life than just sex because there. Well, sex is a, an amazing aspect of life, but there is so much more to life than sex again. And um, yeah, moving on. I feel like I'm beating a lot of dead horses today. <laughs> so another topic on letting your boyfriend do things. This is such like a controlling aspect. It's like, oh yeah, I let my boyfriend do this or I don't let him do that. And it's like... He is a free person. Like, he's allowed to do something else. Someone actually wrote me on my Instagram. And um, they said, hey, your boyfriend liked my OnlyFans. And I wanted you to know. So, I wanted to check to make sure that he wasn't doing something that he wasn't supposed to be doing. And it's like, uh, he's free to do whatever the hell he wants. He comes home to me. He loves me. I'm very secure in our relationship. And... If he does something, I guarantee you I'll find out about it because I am pretty good at detecting fucking bullshit. But besides that, that's like coming from a conscious perspective. Like, I trust my boyfriend completely. And it's fine if you like someone else's OnlyFans. I am not the only woman in this world. I, um,. There's billions of people in this world. It's fine if he finds someone else attractive. And he wasn't, you know, he has his, my boyfriend has his own OnlyFans. He has an OnlyFans account himself. And um, he doesn't use it for uh, sex or like porn or any kind of, well, I mean, I don't know if he, that's what he watches. If he does, that's cool. But he doesn't post anything like that. But he does it for his photography business and he reached out to this girl because she is a dancer that i dance with she's amazing beautiful dancer um, amazing person she is starting her own photography business and he reached out to her for photography stuff Um, not that i'm making excuses it doesn't really matter but i am okay with him looking at porn i'm okay with him being on OnlyFans and liking other girls um, because he likes me the most you know and i'm secure in that i know that he does that and if he doesn't, then that's fine. You know, it's like he can, we can move on. No problem. But just releasing that control over your partner, which I do have control issues. And I believe that this relationship that I'm in is probably, or has been the most conscious relationship I've ever been in. And I really appreciate it. It's very beautiful. And it's just like a, a huge reflection for me on ways to, for me to improve and for me to, be a better partner and be more conscious and more loving and more accepting and just surrendering to to myself and to the universe and just allowing someone else to be themselves you know and a lot of partners or women um and i don't mean to say that with so much strife but it's just between the energetic roles in society and how society has conditioned us a lot of women are Like you can't, if you're my boyfriend, you can't do this. You can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. You can't go to the strip club. You can't go to, you can't have boys nights. Um, I love how call her daddy that they teach you to be secure in yourselves. They talk about being secure in yourselves, allowing your partner to have their own life and you having your own life. You need to get your own life. You know, I always used to believe that, you know, your life was your partner and that's was your life. And that's, that was it. You know, it's like that the other person had to make you happy and that they had to do things so that you were okay. And that's absolutely not true. So, and I love so much that call her daddy, that they support strip clubs. They support men having, uh, you know, their own time that they have support, having them their own space and women as well, you know, supporting both sexes, um, they's gays and, and whoever else, whatever sexual orientation you are for everyone to just have independence securement self-confidence and knowing that you are good enough to have your own life and that you don't have to be controlling with the other person they do teach a lot of toxic things and they do talk about a lot of toxic things and how to be toxic and stuff Uh, but they really are teaching securement and being secure with yourselves And a big thing that they're teaching is manipulation and how to manipulate someone. I don't agree with manipulation, um, but there are persuasive ways to, that you can use that, those tactics in like a business perspective and how to persuade someone or seduce someone to, to kind of make a business move that you want. So I'm kind of, I'm twisting it in a way that I see it as a positive. You know, this, this show is awesome. I, I always talk about how much I love this show. I have the funnest time listening to it. Um, And I love having co-hosts on the show or a a guest. I don't have a co-host yet, but um, I haven't had a guest on the show since I've definitely made a bigger transition to um, talking about more conscious ways of viewing sex, dating, um, interpersonal relationships. So, I'm being very selective on who I'm going to allow onto this podcast now. And it someone who is actually spiritually aligned and who is secure in themselves and is kind of separated from society, if that makes sense. Um, but back to strip clubs. So, call her daddy and myself as well. And, you know, be secure if your man goes to the strip club or your girl goes to the strip club, whatever whoever it is be secure strippers entertainers or uh, exotic dancers they are not sex workers they are not I mean I don't classify myself as a sex worker some people do say that but I don't have sex and I am not willing to have sex with anyone you'd have to pay me a couple million dollars for me to willingly sleep with you if I met you at the club that's I mean a fine line that's very unlikely to happen um But be okay with it's like strip clubs, gentlemen's clubs, it's all about entertainment. It's all for taking yourself out of the world that you live in and coming to a fantasy world in which you can be whoever you want. You can have whatever fantasy you want. And it's just the desire is so strong because, you know, there are a lot of implications, especially the club that I work at. You know, we have a big no-touch policy. We have a big no-sex, no-drugs policy. And I'm super proud and super honored to work for the company that I do in Alaska, The Great Alaskan Bush, because they have really taught me so much about um, healthy boundaries, especially in sexy situations like that. (laughs) Um, You know, because I am super sexy, and I know how to be super sexy, and I know how to dance sexy, and I know how to... Um, intrigue someone and so do a lot of women that I work with and it's just it's just an amazing experience and it's really teaching me about my boundaries as well and what I allow into my life but it's you know it's not like they're gonna cheat on you if your boyfriend goes to the strip club a lot of strippers a lot of entertainers or um, exotic dancers however you want to call it we don't have sex with people and it's in the U.S it's that that does still happen yes i'm not saying it doesn't it does happen but it's um more prevalent in other like latin american countries in the uk um in um thailand um asian countries it's more prevalent there as using that as a sex work um but definitely the company i work for is absolutely no sex and i have worked for other couple clubs in new york and um Arizona. I mean, this doesn't fucking matter. I'm kind of going off track. Um, anyways, they go into boyfriends having boys nights. Um, that's okay. I mean, let them have their own life. Um, they also go into video games. I think that everything is okay in moderation. Uh, Let me take that back. I think a lot of things are okay in moderation. I think that with technology, I think that we should have the least amount of possible technology only when it's necessary, um and it kind of makes me think about my the way I used to live previously is I unconsciously use technology and I still use technology a lot. I spend about 5 to 6 hours on my phone a day and it is all for productive stuff. I'm listening or I'm on, on YouTube. Um I'm either posting something, reading something or listening to something um that is a book or, um, doing something else that's productive, not saying that I have to explain myself whatsoever. I'm just saying that it's just nice that, uh, the time that I have off social media or off my phone, because when I do come back to what's literally right in front of me, nature, um, the beauty that I'm surrounded by in Alaska, it's so much, uh, so much more delicious, I would say. And it's so much more of a gift. And I I just I'm very grateful for it. Um just be secure in your relationship pretty much. So moving on to sex, okay? So they always talk about a couple moves. In this episode, we're talking about cum shots, not on the face, but on your chest or on your titties, okay. I actually love when someone comes on my tits. And I just think it feels good. It's raunchy. It's nasty. uh, But in a good way. You know what I mean? So they're saying that this move is for a big titty girl. So big titty bitches, get your tits out. Um, I mean, I have relatively small boobs. And they're even smaller now ever since I've lost weight. (laughs) And um, which is fine. They're still great. But um, I just got a little to work with, which is cool. Doesn't matter. They say um, when you're fucking... Or whatever you're doing, and the guy is about to come. You stop, you get down as if you're gonna give a blowjob. Make sure your hand is really wet. Like, maybe stick your whole hand in your mouth before if you can do that. (laughs) Make sure it's fucking wet, spit on it, whatever. And grab their dick, um, start jerking them off in a circular motion where it's really wet. Keep like salivating from your mouth. Um, I don't know why, but when I stand over, um, like when I'm with my boyfriend, obviously. Um, and I stand over his dick and I just open my mouth, just saliva will come out. It's, um, I think it's just something that entices me. I think that just makes me salivate more. It's like when I'm horny, obviously, but, um, find out ways to make yourself salivate a lot. It's really fun and it's makes sex and blowjobs amazing. Um, but just make sure your hand is very dominant. Lift your tits up with your other hand. And, you know, keep jerking him off and face his dick towards you and tell him that you want him to come on your tits. Okay. Um, Your nipples or whatever. It's super hot and it kind of takes away the guy's response, not responsibility, but um, whatever he prefers. If he prefers to jerk off, I honestly, I prefer when my boyfriend touches me, when he touches my pussy And I think it feels better than when I touch myself because it's like a different sensation. And I'm hoping that guys have that same kind of sensation as well. Um, and I, I I mean, I, I would have to get a man's perspective, honestly. I'm going to ask my boyfriend, but, um, yeah, tell him to, to come on your chest or your tits and jerk him off until he comes. And it's like, it's so much hotter and I think it's just great for both parties um, okay. So the other move is called a Superman. Um, Caller daddy says it's some contortion shit, but, um, I mean, I'm training to be a contortionist and I think this is relatively rather basic what they're saying. This is not contortion level flexibility. <laughs> no offense. No offense. I'm very flexible myself already, but I'm not a contortionist, but it's like a huge difference between being flexible and being a contortionist. Okay. So they're saying when you're getting, you know, reeled from behind doggy or whatever. Um, if you can grab your ankles, so I, I'm assuming that your chest is going to be down. Okay. So this is kind of a, a, a flexi move or whatever, but it's, um, you, you just got to stretch. You got to take care of your body. You got to exercise and you got to stretch as much as you exercise. Okay. Eat healthy, get enough sleep. Don't drink alcohol. Don't do drugs. Give up those things. Stop doing those things. And fucking stretch okay so if you want to do this move you gotta fucking stretch grab your ankles from behind you and um it's like almost as if you're I I would pull my knees up my legs up honestly so I'd be on my knees and it which is fine if you're on a bed you know um and just do like nasty talk say something fucking nasty like Contortion from behind. I don't fucking know. Like, fuck me in the ass. Or, no, no don't say that. Because if you're getting railed from behind, if you're getting fucked from behind, um, I mean, I would be like, grab my hips and come inside me, or come on my back, come on my ass, whatever. Um, I mean, this is kind of hard because I'm not horny and I'm not having sex right now. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I need to take notes on what exactly to say for dirty talk. Because I'm not a big dirty talker, honestly. I don't find it appealing. And I don't find it appealing when someone dirty talks to me. I honestly don't care for someone telling me they're going to come. Because I don't tell someone I'm going to come. Because I just come. I just do it. You know, that's... It's just... It is just. It is what it is, you know? Um, but those are two moves that you can try. Getting combed on your chest... Um, you can also, of course, do it on your face if you want, but it's like an easier cleanup situation because sometimes you can't really see what's going on. Um, you need the guy to take care of you. Uh, but after that, you can literally just let the guy just lay back and just be like, I'm going to go take care of myself, baby. I'll be right back. Or you can just lick it, lick it off your chest. And if you got big enough tits, you can literally just pick your tit up in your mouth. I, I, I assume. I don't. I mean, anyways, I do have great boobs. They're just a little bit smaller. <laughs> Moving on to questions, okay, so is it okay to go through your boyfriend through my boyfriend's phone? Um, I mean, if you guys are cool with that, I don't know why you need to go through his phone. I don't feel the need to go through my boyfriend and you shouldn't feel the need to go through your boyfriend's phone either. Um, if you're having issues or you suspect something, you need to check in on yourself as to why you feel that way and why you suspect that. Maybe there's like a past trauma. Past experience that has caused you to, to de- develop that belief system that you have to su- be suspicious of someone. Well, that's not the case. Be secure in yourself and f- uh, figure out why you feel that way. And if he is doing something that you don't want to, then break up with him. Move on. Okay, number two. Boyfriend broke up with me because I had knee surgery. Um, I hear that. Uh, I honestly... Would not be with someone that had health issues because it's like if they have health issues, they're clearly out of alignment with their true selves and they're not taking care of their body. As humans, we are supposed to be healthy and strong our entire lives. And that's if we take care of our bodies the right way and correctly, okay? Which is eating healthy food, eating only 80% of our stomach's capacity, getting enough sleep, exercising regularly, working on your passion, being present, being accepting, being forgiving, being compassionate. Um, When you have all of those things and you practice all of those things in your life and with strong finances as well and a healthy relationship with your finances, healthy relationship with everyone in your life. When you practice all of those things, um, you're healthy and you're going to be healthy. You're going to feel healthy and your body is going to react that way too. Okay. Um, Number three, this isn't a question someone's just stating. Don't trust a guy with abs because they most likely have a small dick. Um, I disagree. My boyfriend has small, my boyfriend has abs and he has a big dick. Um, I got, <laughs> got my words Can small abs. No, he's got abs and he has a big dick. So, not all guys that work out are working out because they want to compensate for having a small dick. They do that because they like their body to look good and they like their body to feel good and they want to feel healthy and good. Okay. So, I mean, you need to, uh, consolidate and resolve this belief system that that person has. Okay. Number four, my boyfriend, my, my BFF and I got really high and we slept together. Two girls. Um, she won't talk to me about it and I kind of like her. Okay. Well call her daddy responds this appropriately. Um, the best way is just, uh, don't you know follow up with her about it i mean you can but if she's avoiding it just give her space and she'll come to you when she's ready and it may happen again um or you can talk about it when she's ready but if she's not ready then give her space that's all you can do um okay number five uh this one girl she just has one night stands. she thinks she's just a whole and again call her daddy gives like the best they give great advice Um, They suggest this girl to take breaks from sex and analyze why they feel that way, Um, reflect on their self-worth and their self-esteem and why they feel down on themselves and see, you know, grow their self-esteem, grow their love for themselves and definitely set boundaries with men. Don't just let them sleep with you. You have to, you know, set expectations. You have to set your standards, excuse me. Not expectations. You have to set your standards and you have to tell them your standards and say, if you can't give this to me, I'm going to move on because there's 7 billion people in the world. So, okay. Number six, send a nude unexpectedly. Um, Again, unexpected nudes are amazing and the best. So, and if it's really early in the relationship, I mean, maybe keep it casual, but if it's in a relationship, I mean, yeah, send unexpected nudes. Which I think I'm going to do for my boyfriend tonight. Yeah. Because we haven't talked. For about a couple days now. But I've been kind of disconnected. That's why. Um, my grandmother passed away yesterday. And. I, um, I feel very grateful for. For the life that. Um, not for the life that she lived. But for. Her being in my experience. And that. She is finally at peace because, um, not that she had a very hard life. She was just very uneducated, very, um, in a very, very different world than I am in and had horrible belief systems, um, and just no boundaries and like rest her soul. Um, she hears me. And she came and she spoke to me after my mom called me and told me that she passed away. So I know that she's okay and she's at peace now. And um, I'm just so grateful to to feel her spirit with me now. And that she is just where she is. Um, anyways, that is Call Her Daddy this week. Up until next week, I'll be back. And I have been... Today I posted something for the... Instagram. I kind of forgot that I had the Instagram page. I actually never really interacted with it. I opened it two years ago, I guess. I thought it was, I didn't I don't remember. I, oh, yeah, it was two years ago I opened it. But anyways, I finally posted something and I'm going to post every week, um, for the episodes. And I posted this week, um, just kind of introducing this podcast. Um, it's called her daddy fan club. Just search it on Instagram. It's a public, um, profile please like or uh please what do you subscribe on instagram no you follow please follow on instagram um like comment message me whatever um i posted a picture of myself so enjoy till next week bye